Hello and welcome to Little Steps Big Futures, the podcast that brings you all things early years. Each week, we chat to some incredible guests with amazing stories, talk about childcare tips, and delve into some controversial topics. I'm Aoife Murphy. And I'm Jenny McCarty. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I um, hope everyone's having a good week. We just wanted to come on today, um, just the two of us, to chat about the new proposed pay skills. So we don't know much about it yet, I suppose. And um, I have spoken to a few providers who have, you know, kind of said that they, they can't see it being approved. They can't see it going through. That doesn't make sense to them. And then I've spoken to some childcare professionals as well who are delighted with what has been proposed. So it's kind of, there's been a fair few different points of view and different opinions on it as well. So before we start, Aoife, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. It's again a lovely day here in DC and um, I guess it would be good to kind of give my perspective on things now that I've been out of the childcare sector for a little bit and kind of give my perspective on what I think about the pay skills looking on from the outside. Yeah, and I guess to start with a positive note, um, this is the first time ever that we have spoken well we've spoken about pay scales a lot but this is the first proposed pay scale I guess Mm -hmm. Um, and the first time that we've actually been hearing about it as well so you know I don't want to be all negative as we are all the time towards the sector and I do want to give some bit of a positive insight into it as well so it is great to see and there will be you know members of the childcare sector that will be absolutely thrilled with this and you know I know people personally who really struggle week to week, especially with the cost of living. You know, we are all kind of struggling with that since the, since the cost of living is going up. So this will be huge for a lot of um, childcare professionals who were, I suppose, thinking, look, this is it. I can't do it anymore. And I'm going to go and look for a different job and actually just come out of the sector altogether. So I do want to mention that, that this is a positive note. Yeah, definitely. And look, we're we're not going to, Obviously, we're going to share a little bit of our opinion today, but we're not going to, I suppose, be harsh on one side or the other. I think this is just really just to inform people who may have not seen the uh, announcement or just to kind of maybe clarify some of some of the the wages that were mentioned. So if you want to start by kind of maybe just giving a quick run through about, you know, the kind of the, the how much how much of a jump that 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 the people are going to get and. Um, we can kind of just see where where like we were com- in comparison to the wages that are being recommended at the moment. Okay, so the first one is an early years lead educator slash room leader. Now, the only thing I don't understand about this is that initially when they came out with the core funding, they had said that you have to be a graduate or you have to have a graduate as a room leader and a graduate as a manager to even qualify for the core funding. So I'm not too sure why they've given a rate for a room leader who is not a graduate, which would mean is a level five or six, if they have said that you need to be a graduate to actually be a room leader to qualify for the funding. So anyway, look, these are all kind of parts of it that will actually be, I suppose, finalized when 
it is approved or if it's not approved. So anyway, um, so for a room leader who is not a graduate, the proposed weight is 14 euro per hour. Uh, graduate earlier is lead educator slash room leader um, or an, uh, a SAC. So um, after school leader would be 15 euro 50 per hour. And a deputy manager is 15 euro 70 per hour. A manager is 16 euro 50 per hour and a graduate manager is 17 euro 25 per hour. So on paper, this definitely looks very, very promising. And if you take that first rate there for the room leader, so anybody on a a level five or a level six uh, in a room leader position who may not even be making anywhere close to 14 euro per hour, that's a very significant jump and a bump in the pay for them. So that's that's very positive uh, outlook for the level fives and the level six room leaders. And that's the thing. um, That's, I suppose, a positive part of it that like those figures for somebody who is on minimum wage or possibly 11 to 11 50 or an hour which would be kind of the average rate to get that's a huge jump but just to bear in mind that that is only for the room leader so the assistance in the room um as far as i know the the um, starting wage for them would be 13 euro per hour and um, you know so it's still a good start off rate for childcare um for some staff who would be on minimum wage starting off and it is a good a good bit of a leap. But just to keep that in mind, that it doesn't mean that everyone is 14 euro an hour and just somebody who is actually leading the room. Yeah. And, and you know, if you are working, I suppose, as a second person in the room and not a room leader. Now, to my knowledge, they haven't said that there is a starting wage for the um, second person in the room. So I, that's very, very dependent on your manager and what they want to pay you as a second person. So. You know, I have spoken to a few providers, so owners um, of services, and their main worries, like they have no problem paying the wages and paying the money once the core funding actually reflects that. You know, we have seen the core funding will actually really benefit services who have, you know, babies right up to after school. So like, you know, the big crashes. So the likes of the ECC only um, or the smaller kind of services like our service would be on the smaller end of things because we just have um, preschool and after schoolers so the likes of them they're not going to get as much funding now I know they will have less staff to pay as well but it's very hard with all these kind of little bits and pieces of information to actually say okay is it going to be sustainable to stay open while paying um, all these wages or are staff just going to go off and look for a job in the kind of bigger services as well um, so it is a really difficult one you don't want to lose staff you don't want to say okay I'm going to have two level sevens in a room like I have to pay one of them the room meter rate and then the other one is going to be paid you know like two euro more or less you know so it, it, it is very difficult um, but it's a start and yeah I just think it's going to be very hard to know or very hard to know until we get the finalised information about it. Um, I have heard of over 100 services all around Ireland um, have just said, I can't do it anymore and they're shutting their doors. You know, so it's it's a really difficult time for providers. Um, I think there will be huge commotion between providers and staff um, early as educators come September because this doesn't leave us much time like you might think September is a long way away it's not because we have staff now who will be going on holidays and some staff who may take the summer off and then come back to us in September like it's now that we need to start planning for September and we still don't have 
a lot of the information to plan. You know, even I'm trying to do lists today for September of preschool and after school. And like, it's so hard to do that because I don't know what staff I even have in September, you know. So just uh, kind of a little note there for parents, I suppose, and guardians to be understanding of services at the moment because we don't know where we're going to stand with funding in September. Yeah, and it's definitely something that has to be looked at. And I know this is all recommendation as well. So like you're looking at, is it going to is it going to come in in the next three months? Is it going to take a year for this to be implemented um, as things go in the earlier sector? It takes way longer than than normal for for these things to be implemented. Um, but there's just another thing there I wanted to flag, you know, for a the graduate early years leader, the room leader, um, the rate is 15 euro and 50 cents per hour, which is it's it's a great rate for, a, you know, level seven, level eight. But again, that's the comparison in the room. What are they starting at? But if you compare that to deputy manager, where it's just 20 cents extra, there's no incentive for that graduate to try and interview or, you know, work their way up to becoming a deputy manager for 20 cents extra. Now, I know it's 20 cents, but to be fair, for the amount of work that they're going to take on, it's not worth, you know, trying breaking their sides every evening, trying to um, do their own job and then take on the management role as well for, for that extra 20 cents per hour. And if you even look at the difference between the room leader graduate and the graduate manager, there's, I think, €1.75 cent in the difference between a room leader and the manager of the service. Mm-hmm. I know I have said to um, a lot of my colleagues that if that was the case, I don't know if it's worth the €1.75. Now, the only thing I do know that it's up two providers then to pay management on top of that. It's not that you're set and capped at 17.25. That is the lowest wage you can be paid. But mm-hmm. why would providers pay more if they can get somebody else in for that rate? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just that one is really what gets me. And I think that's what they will struggle with. Um, I don't know what the reasoning is behind that. Um, I have heard of some managers who would be kind of, I suppose, already on that some managers as well who actually are a good bit below that and are delighted to get that so I think it's just across the board it's very hard to to comment on it it's just from my own perspective I mean I would much rather work a nine to six and go home at six o'clock in the evening and not have to worry about the following day and not to have messages and texts and phone calls coming in you know all hours of the evening and my weekends getting phone calls and texts all the weekend attack uh, staff member texting in um that they're sick and can't come in and then you're stressed and you're trying to get that covered like is it worked the extra one year or 75 an hour I don't think so you know so yeah it's just you know what I'm, I'm really happy in a way that we're even having this conversation yeah. uh, but there are definitely logistics now I do know that if it's approved uh, and we should be getting an answer soon that but if it is approved it will be coming into effect from September this September onwards um, I think if they don't make any change, like the sector is just going to go down completely and people will leave. Um, so, yeah, it's like, I mean, we have staff members who have gone on and they are going to do their um, level sevens, you know, in fair play because it's not, um, it doesn't come free. You know, you have to pay for it. And that's the thing, because the wages are so bad at the moment in the childcare sector, if you're saying to level five or six, okay, you have to, go on and do your level seven or eight. You know, you're talking maybe three grand per year, maybe more, um, you know, to get that. And then you're working, trying to work on top of 
um, paying and then you've got other bills as well. So it's, you know, fair play to anyone who has said, no, look, I'm going to really, I really want to stay in the sector. I don't want to do anything else, um, which is actually, um, you know, a conversation that I did have with an earlier professional that's in our, our service. And she was like, I, I don't want to do anything else. Like, this is my passion. This is what I love. I could easily go and get a job in a shop and, and make more than that. But I don't want to, I want to, you know, I, I don't want to waste the last six, seven years of my career in childcare and not actually move on and progress. So I really do want to say like, you know, fair play to anyone who is doing that and fair play to any management or um, providers who are supporting their staff to go on and um, and and move up the move up the scale of education because, um, you know, without you, they're not going to be able to afford or not going to be able to, to actually do it, I guess. Yeah, and just as a like an outsider looking on, it's great to see that there is progression in this pay and that we're actually being heard, which is probably what we wanted all along. Um, and like I said, we kind of come on here, we play devil's advocate a good bit. We kind of give our own opinions. And obviously, this is a massive jump for, for the childcare sector and the earlier sector. And we're not going to tear it apart too much. We can't really speak too much about what's going to happen until it's implemented. And then we'll give another update and see how people are feeling about that. But I suppose on our Instagram during the week, you um, you had put up a little box, uh, just a few responses. I'll read them out if I can find them. Um, so I guess um, first one there, there's only a few. Um, so someone just said, it's great news. I really needed the extra money. So obviously someone who's going to be getting that jump. Um, one I found really interesting was no incentive for the level fives and sixes to upscale now. So what did you think of that one? I see where they're coming from. If, and I've had this conversation with, with colleagues who have said, what's the point of me going off paying a couple of grand to go up to, from a level five to a level seven when there's only going to be, you know, one to two euro in the difference of pay. But what I want to say to people is like, this is the first ever time we're speaking about this. This isn't going to be the last time we're speaking about this, you know? So like push it now and, you know, upscale if you can. And, you know, speak to your management, speak to your provider, see if you can work anything out to actually support for them to support you and for you to be, you know, um, good for them in September that they'll actually have a staff member who is a level seven or level eight. Um, But yeah, I think just kind of, I suppose, to tell people to go for it if they can, uh, because as I said, this is the first one ever. And, you know, if it's this you know if we're talking about this now then the next one hopefully will be even better so yeah that's that's kind of my idea on that yeah and then the another one there was what happens when you've two level eights in the room do they both get a raise or just a room leader so we kind of touched on that already that's something that's going to be have to be ironed out I'd say fairly soon because you know two level sevens sevens or levels eights in the rooms are doing the exact same work and whether you're a room leader or not I think you end up most of the time doing the exact same work. So, you know, that has to be ironed out. Um, so I have a level eight and I am a room leader currently getting 12.90, but only since January. So the extra money looks good. So that was a good bump in pay for them. And then the last one we had um, as a deputy manager on 14 euro an hour and, and then in brackets that I had to really fight for. This sounds deadly. Yeah, and it's great to hear. Like there's been so much negativity and I know we can all look we all love it, a moan and a gossip every now and again. But like, I think when the sector is actually getting some good 
I suppose, attention and um, a bill of love. I think we need to kind of take it on board as well and say, okay, look, it's not perfect. It was never going to be perfect, you know, and it's very hard to please everybody, but it's a start, you know, so it is very, very positive to kind of see that. And like, what's really good for me as well is to know that possibly now society will have an idea of the actual levels within the sector, you know, that we're not all at the same level and get some bit of a recognition, you know, so I think that is great. Yeah, I think, look, it's very hard for us to comment on the kind of little aspects of it because they haven't been announced yet. I suppose, as you said, all we want to do is kind of bring light to it and um, give a bit of insight into it. And when it does come out, if it's approved or not, we will come back on and chat about it again. Yeah, and, you know, it's 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 um, important for any of the parents who are listening to this uh, episode as well to know that this is happening because I do think a lot of parents are unaware of what's actually happening behind the scenes in the earlier sector at the moment. I know they were very supportive around the protests back in 2020. Um, So this is a very long two year jump to what became of that protest. So, you know, their hard work and support is definitely um, influential in this decision as well. So, um, yeah, so just if parents are listening, this is because you supported all your uh, early years educators too. So thanks for that. Um, but yeah, we won't we won't drag um, the arse out of this episode too much. Uh, as we said, it's just a quick update and uh, we will be back in two weeks. So after next week you'll figure out why we'll be back in two weeks and I hate being those people who are like stay tuned but um yeah we are going to go bi-weekly for a couple of weeks and and that will be revealed next week why yeah definitely again um yeah a bit of news to share with everyone so that'd be great and it would explain everything again hopefully so and um, yeah we're looking forward to that next week and as Eva said we'll be back the following week with another guest yeah thanks everyone for listening um, and thanks for everyone who wrote in as well it's great to have those conversations like we've kind of wanted this platform to be a conversational platform and to be a community of parents providers educators and uh, you know so it's, it's good to kind of get that feedback and to have the chat and to be able to share your responses as well so thanks so much for writing in and we'll chat to you soon yeah see you next time guys as always Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Little Steps, Big Futures, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate and review. And if you would like to get in touch, please find us on Instagram and Facebook at Little Steps, Big Futures. See you next time.